welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. Annabelle is taking a tiny break for a few weeks, so please welcome our guest, Annabelle, super comedian and co-host of the Maximum Fun podcast, The Jackie and Lori Show, Jackie Cation. Thelonious, Thelonious Monk. I'm Jackie Cation, and I'm here to talk about Tiny that's right. So thanks for joining us for the next 15 minutes or so. We invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop worrying about someone turning off your annoying video feed on Google Meets. And I'll stop worrying about the Terminator of potholes. I remember that. And I, I'm going to stop worrying about uh, getting money from my, the my pillow guy. Or some other awful thing. I'm just going to chill for a second. And now let's get tiny. Coming up on the show, I tell Jackie a tiny victory of mine. And then I too have a tiny victory. It's a secret for at least another moment. (laughs) Um, Okay. Our sponsor today is HelloFresh and... They're great. (laughs) HelloFresh, it's uh, meal kits. It's farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients. It's delivered right to your door. They create the meals and you cook them. And Bran and I have used, we use them so much. We love HelloFresh. We love HelloFresh meals. I love it because I don't have to think about dinner for once. And I, I don't have to be creative for two seconds at all. And it's really good. They're usually more elaborate than the meals I would make. And we really like cooking them together. We're, it's a little ridiculous. It's like we're auditioning for a Hallmark movie, but we, we really do. We're like chopping veggies and we'll like divide it up. You know, I'll do the rice and you do the meat and we meet in the middle and then we get to enjoy our endeavors together. So it's great. You kind of, honestly learn to cook as you do it it's I don't think it's the intention but it really works out that way they're great and they're helping us out so here's their I think very generous offer go to hellofresh.com slash tiny 16 little t tiny 16 one six and use code tiny 16 little t-i-n-y one six for yes 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Tiny16 and code Tiny16 for, it's amazing, 16 free meals plus free shipping. So check out HelloFresh. I Honestly, it's so good. So, uh, all right. So, Jackie, thank, thanks for coming back. Really enjoy having you here as a, as a guest, Annabelle. Again, everybody, Annabelle is uh, fine. She just uh, found that she needed she was kind of work overload as, yes, as happens sometimes. So uh, nothing to worry about, but she, she'll be back soon. So here's my, you might have to help me find the tiny victory in here, but I, I think it is maybe about, maybe about knowing your limits. All right, so... I've talked in here of I I lucked into this pretty cool thing of I got to be in my friend put me in her animated short film and then it ended up being nominated for an Oscar. So, yeah, which was wild. So I found myself, you know, getting to be involved in this this neat thing that was, you know, full of little victories. But so this happened at a at a party 
recently was she she took me to this party and she turned to me and she said something I, I never have heard before, nor had I ever imagined that I would hear. She just turned to me and said, do you want to meet Malala? Wow. Yeah. Which I was like, um, did you? First of all, I was like, Malala, like, like, how am I even in a room with Malala? Like that, like, she's the youngest Nobel Prize winner. Like, she brings about world peace. And I just, I just kind of make fun of things. And when you said this, when you were telling me, I was like, I don't remember who that is. But it would be like <laughs> Greta Thurberg or whatever, like the other kid. Yeah, Thunberg. No, absolutely. It is. It's like, do, do you want to meet the Pope? Or, I mean, it's even a bigger deal because it's like. A- <laughs> do you want to meet a child who's uh, already a achieve more than you possibly ever will. Yes. Okay, well, that's rude. Shots fired. <laughs> Over the bow. Over the bow. Just a warning shot. Okay. Well, I, I don't know that we have to go. No, but it is. It is like, anyway, essentially my answer was was no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not know you said no. It's not so much. I mean, I could say something to Malala and say, hey, thanks for your work or I really admire you or that's great what, what you did, but it, but then she's in the awkward situation of just going and who are you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. You don't have a paper to give her. You know, it's not like you're you you have something you wish to submit for her perusal. It's like, uh, right? I don't have anything to offer her. So the exchange. I mean, other than maybe a compliment, but it's like the exchange is only taking. Can I get a picture with you? Can you do something for me? So we're around like entertainment people and showbiz folk. Like you see people pawing on people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any interest in being that shiny. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, the only thing comparable and it isn't comparable is that, cause there's, <laughs> but there's nothing to say to people who are super, you're to some extent you're interrupting them during their lives. Like if she's having a meaningful conversation, that's what I think. Yeah. I was at Whole Foods weeks ago. Uh, things are going well, Laura. Always a good start. Yeah. And I'm in produce and they're standing and I, I, I round the corner to the berries and there's Ed Begley Jr. And I don't. Oh, yes. Yes. And I don't know what to say. So I just look at him and I go, hey, meet. Yes. And that was it. That's a nice interaction. There shouldn't have been anything more than that. I appear slightly weird. No. But all he has to go is. Thank you. And then he gets to purchase, you know, berries as well. Getting his berries. Absolutely. Brian tells a story. I should make him tell it. But he ran. And this is funny to me because I've we've both known this guy for 20 years. But he he saw Mark Marin and he he just like at the Burbank airport or something. But he said he just saw him and then he just kind of pointed (laughs) and he's like, hey, (laughs) and that Marin just gave a gave a chin, you know, like, hey, thanks. You know, like that really is all, all it needs to be. But so this is here's why I realized that I because I also I draw the line like there might be a tiny victory of me in the future where I go, you know what? I did say hi to Malala. And that would be me like maybe maybe I'm dealing myself out. Maybe I can deal myself in. But for that moment, I did the right thing. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Years ago, I encountered Oprah I was <laughs> I was working at her company and I was like, oh, this is great. I, th- I thought it was this whole new uh, level of my life and we're doing anyway I was I was so excited to meet her and I did not want to be in the position of just being another jerk who's like wow you're Oprah I want to have something to say <laughs> have I told you this story uh, the, 
I've heard a couple of stories about the op- working for Oprah, but I don't know this one. We have a mutual friend. So someone who I call my therapist. <laughs> but my uh, therapist I was I was working with had worked in Chicago before Oprah was Oprah, when Oprah was doing little segments on the news and they were... Oh, you and Oprah have a friend in common, a therapist. Me and Oprah have a, a friend in common. You know, this is the worst. When, you, when, when looking back, you were just a crazy person, but at the time, you just had a great idea. You had a plan. I had a great plan. I was like, I'm going to be like, Arna says hi. Like, Oprah's so busy, but here's someone from her. And Arna had said, yeah, tell her I said hi. And so I... I was like, okay, I can't wait to see Oprah. And so I'm working at Harpo on a on another talk show. And after Oprah had retired, she turned this talk show, her, her stage over to someone. And so I'm working on that. And you almost, she was in the building, but sometimes I would just see her. She was kind of being followed around by documentary crews. So sometimes you just saw the people with cameras chasing, like, like the tail of a comet. <laughs> Like you would, just, oh, I guess she went that way. Like you would just see people kind of running a direction and you're like, oh, okay. I, I assume she just went out that door. Hmm. But one day they're, they're taping the talk show and we're, you know, out waiting. We're watching it on the feed. Um, and through the little, you know, the doors like in school have the little, little window on it. And I saw like the back of her head and that's how famous she is. I was like, that's <laughs> the back of Oprah's head. <laughs> That's incredible. And she turns and she she's coming my way, Jackie. Oprah is coming my way. And she's so gracious. She's thanking people. Hello. Thank you for being. You're doing such a good job. She's going down the line and she's and she's coming to me. So here's me mentally. Arna says hi. Hey. Oh, hey. Arna says hi. Oprah. Arna says hi. We're rehearsing. practicing. <laughs> she gets right up to me and I burst into tears. Oh my God. It was like all my, my lady parts could not handle the vicinity of Oprah. And there was, it was overwhelmed, overwhelmed, couldn't stop it. And my friend and head writer at the time sort of put her, her, and Oprah keeps walking as right as she should get it away as fast as possible. Keep moving. Uh, Also, I suspect not the first time that's happened, but no, you're not, you're never alone. (laughs) Yeah. My head writer put her, her hand on my knee and she said, don't do that. (laughs) Don't cry at Oprah. So you were, you probably chose correctly with Malala. So I didn't meet Malala. Malala. (laughs) Oh my God, you're Malala. Like how many times does she need to hear some idiot that's just like, whoa, you're, I mean, wow. I'm glad you didn't say to Malala, Arna says (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Maybe that'll be. I'll just try that with everyone. Arna says that. I'll just see who responds. I guess my tiny victory was staying in my lane, <laughs> knowing my limits. Yes. Maybe even being able to laugh about uh, the time I blew it with Oprah. That's a bit of a tiny victory where you go, you know what? Uh, surely I wouldn't do that today, but we might as well enjoy the story. Right. And there's always a, an opportunity to, you know, you uh, you meet, you see somebody and you just weird them out a little bit. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, I've been there. And not unlike a werewolf, you, you need to chain yourself up sometimes. <laughs> the moon's going down in six hours. I don't know if this is going to go well. I'm just going to lock myself in a cage for a minute. Head down, keep plowing. Forward. Okay, we're, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear from another show on the Maximum Fun Network. And when we come back, we'll have Jackie's Tiny Victory. 
Hi, I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Teresa McElroy. And we're the host of Schmanners. We don't believe that etiquette should be used to judge other people. No, on Schmanners, we see etiquette as a way to navigate social situations with confidence. So if that sounds like something you're into, join us every Friday on Maximum Fun, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Laura House. And I'm Jackie Cation, playing the part of Annabelle Gerwich, who is fine. <laughs> Let me tell you something about my tiny victory. I put in the garden this week. That's not a tiny victory. That's a big victory. Big victory. But here's the tiniest of all victories. But wait, I've been in your yard. You, But you have garden. Like, I've had your strawberries, your tomatoes, your... You've been gardening for a while. So when you say you put... In put in the garden. I mean that I planted uh, like the tomatoes and the eggplant and the and the zucchini and, oh. the, and the crooked squash. I've, I planted the the crops for. Uh, oh, you like a, the seasonal plant? Yes. Okay, got it, got it, got it. But what I did do that was a tiny victory that I never that I've never been able to do before. This spot three weeks ago, uh, and I replanted them just a day before yesterday. I think it was. Was I grew in potting soil. Uh, from seed to tiny sprout, Aww. a plant. So you take an egg carton, you take some potting soil, you put some seeds in, and then you. But make- this is good information. I feel like I want to slow this down. <laughs> like I want to, I want to, I want to pause you. I want to rewind, even though we're actually talking in real life. Right it's this true, time. and but so you you egg carton, mm-hmm. and you put little, just a few spoonfuls of dirt in each little yep. twelve thing, and that's how you start the seeds like you start them in the house like you incubate yep and and you try to sunny and warm would be great but make sure and 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 make sure that they stay uh wet uh they should always be moist keep them keep moist do you talk to them do you do you sing a song i was pretty psyched about it so i did talk to them uh i uh (laughs) don't use a styrofoam use the cardboard do use the cardboard egg carton because um well, because you, when you plant, when you transplant them, you're just essentially cutting or ripping the actual whole egg. Oh, okay. Circle thing, and just planting it all because it'll just dissolve and it'll continue to grow. Oh, great. Okay, so the cardboard will just it just becomes part of Earth. Right, and here's what I learned is so you do it, and then all of a sudden, uh, four or five days later, maybe a week, boing. You have got uh, a tiny sprout. Tiny sprout comes out, and then you freak out, and you're like, do I replant them now? You don't. You don't replant them right away. They'll die. You got to wait until there's two rows of flowers. So, like, sprout, and then, bling, you have two leaves, and then you wait another week, and from between those two leaves, the crotch of the two leaves, out comes another tiny stalk, and bling, two more leaves. One or, oh. one or two more leaves, yeah. And by the time you have two sets of leaves, like two two rows, then you should be able to replant. And so then I, I took, and I was scared, so I only planted like seven. I kind of grouped the stems together and put them in, put them in a hole. Scared of them dying. dying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Scared of them dying. So hopefully this works, but we don't know. Um, I have other, it's called a sweet dumpling squash. You can't, you always get them. can't always get them. They sound more fun than my experience with squash. They're the funnest squash. 
Uh, you are correct. Sometimes vegetables have, you know, or fruits like cotton candy, grapes. It's like, you, you, that's a big promise. What are you, sweet dumplings? You've lied I'm to me. I'm not going to eat that squash and go, mm, what is this, pie? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Because <laughs> your winter squashes are like your butternut squash, your acorn squash. Mm. Acorn squash. They're on the sweeter side relative to gourds. Is that what you mean? Acorn squash blows. I hate acorn squash. <laughs> acorn <laughs> squash, it's grainy. It's dry. Gloves off. It's gloves off. <laughs> Down with the acorn squash. Acorn squash. They're fine no. if you put a stick of butter and some maple sugar on it. Or, well, what isn't? Right. That's put what it I'm on my saying. foot and I'll eat it. Exactly. But, but acorn squash, they you do that cute little thing at Thanksgiving where you cut them open and you put little something in it. Butter and sugar. That's what you're putting in. That's what you're putting in. Here's the thing about the sweet dumpling squash. You just cut that fucker in half. That's right. I swore. It is a fucker. It is a delicious, oh delicious. Gosh. I love the crass gardener. This is, that's the name of my next up, book. Up next. The crass, crass gardener. gardener. BBC. You home. Cut please. that open. Chow it down on it. You can bake that dude by itself. No butter. No sugar. No nothing. Uh, you bake the hell out of it, and then you eat that bad boy. You eat it, okay. and it is delicious. I've delish. known you 20 years, and I have never seen this shade of Jackie Oh, my Kitchen. God, I'm so excited. It's my favorite winter squash. It's hard. I'm talking sweet dumpling squash. You cut that bad boy open. You, you got it. You just eat that, 350, dude. 45 minutes. Fork in, fork out. Tasty as all hell. You could even eat the skin on that on that guy. Really? It's good for you. It's good to you. And it's good for the earth. <laughs> so the tiny victory is that I grew from one of them their seeds. Everything about it is a tiny oh, victory. It's a it's a triumph of the will. I never saw that movie. It's six hours. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you a Game of Thrones fan? Not a chance. Tried to read it. Tried to watch it. You don't call it Winter is Coming Squash, ever. I have a sweater that says Winter is Coming, just because I read the first 180 pages of Game of Thrones twice in an effort. I want you to take that sweater, and I want where it says Winter is Coming, yeah. I want you to put that little arrow and write in Squash. <laughs> winter Squash is Coming. That will be a triumph. That won't be a tiny victory. That'll be a triumph victory. No, that would be your new merch. Of, I, I want you to have a whole garden. Do you have a whole gardening chunk on your album? I don't. New album, new chunk. I can do because it. Because I got to say, the, the cussing gardener is a, is a really fun character for you. Listen, I don't know if this is comedy or not, but I got to talk about the sweet dumpling squash. You guys don't want to fuck with Swiss chard. Let's do this. Listen. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to do Halloween, but do you know what the, <laughs> the, the, the sweet dumpling squash is? I got to say, I worked with a nutritionist years ago who one time said she was trying to turn me on to vegetables. And she said, um, she goes, oh, you know what's really good? Saute kale in a little, little, so already not great, but she was saute kale in a little bit of a coconut oil. And then adds add a little bit of those red onions. And this is what she said, Jackie. She said... It's like candy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you, you've been given the worst candy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. I laugh, Laura House. I laugh. And that is a tiny victory. Yeah. This has been a great uh, <laughs> vegetable run. This has been a good um, Malala Oprah. <laughs> All right. So that is that is it for this week's show. I want to thank everyone who calls in. We didn't have any calls today, but we love to do them. If you have some thoughts on gardening, 
meeting people, not meeting people, parties, <laughs> egg cartons, anything, call the Tiny Victory Hotline with your Tiny Victory at 323-285-1675. You can also record your victory on any voice memo app. You know them. And email us the audio. <laughs> Our email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. Tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. If you have a comment or suggestion about any of our episodes, we want to hear from you. Call, email, reach out on Instagram or Twitter. Our handle for both platforms is at GetTinyPod. And we'd love if you'd leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It, it really helps people find the show. So, and help us get the word out about the show by telling your friends, family, loved ones, anyone you meet, rando, <laughs> that uh, who, th- who you think needs a little bit of goodness in their lives. A tiny victory per se. Yes, thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher. Our editor is Nihar Patel. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have uh, sprouting gardens full of tiny victories. This is a production of Maximum Fun. Yeah, we'll see you soon, Annabelle. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.